Well, welcome, everybody. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable live on bbsradio.com station one. My name is Caroline Oceano Ryan. I'm an author and channeler. And of course, as always, here with my brilliant co-host, energy healer Randy Miller, our Faction 3 White Knights, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green, and our panelists, Micah Green and Penny Christofferson. So this will be a newsy kind of show with uh, Rama and Tara hosting, but we'll just do a brief meditation to start with. And once we get into the energy updates, and especially the White Knight news report, which is always amazing, please do call in if you've got a question or a comment. The numbers to call for Station 1 are 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008 or 323-744-4831. That's 323-744-4831. And if you're joining us at bbsradio.com, you'll see those uh, numbers posted there. So let's just start off with our brief meditation. And well, actually, we could start off with the the lovely bit of information from Law of One that we are all one. And when one is helped, all are helped. And so in the name of who I, the who I am, that is all of us, the I am one with all there is, we ask that only that, which is for the highest good of all, happen now and always. We give thanks. It is done. It is done. It is done. Wonderful. So let's just go into our breathing for a moment. Breathing in slowly through the nose with mouth closed. And when you're ready, you're going to breathe out through the open mouth or through sort of um, puckered lips like you were whistling or breathing out through a little straw. And that second way of breathing out, as I like to point out, that second way, like you're breathing out through the tiny straw, is wonderful for lowering blood pressure, putting you in that parasympathetic nervous system state, calming the mind, the heart space. So again, we're just breathing in slowly. And then... Breathing out. And just continue with that a few more times. And as you're doing that, you might want to image or motion your hands if you're not good at imaging inwardly. Make a motion like you're beckoning to a beautiful column of light. And it's pouring down from the higher realms. And I'm going to ask the higher selves right now of everyone listening. What is the the biggest moment for all of you right now? What can we work with? Okay. All right. So what they seem to be saying is that uh, people are very concerned for the planet for extreme uh, natural events, which people call natural disasters, whether it's weather manipulated or whatever, it's happening, and um, conflict in different parts of the world. and. Questions about, well, it's good if a corrupt financial system is falling, but what does that mean until we get to the new one? 
and that and many other questions. Uh, in other words, just a concern for how the world is going. And then, of course, secondarily, a concern for what about me and my loved ones and how do I best take care of the people I love, given this bizarre tumult that we are living in. So, all right, accepting that light right now, we're just going to hand over the heaviness of whatever we're going through personally, whatever we're concerned about with the world. You can image, if you want, one of the ascended masters or archangels in front of you, maybe just your angels, your higher self and guides. Hand that over to them if you'd like. And the second you do, what's happening is that things are going into a beautiful transmuting flame. Some people love the violet flame of St. Germain, powerfully transmuting. Some people like the white flame of the Divine Feminine. I work with both a great deal. Hand that over. That heaviness, those questions you have, maybe about income or work, maybe about family or health, and definitely about how the world is going. Hand that over to some beloved, beautiful light being in the etheric. They're going to put it in that flame, or you can put it into that flame directly right now. Let's put everything in that beautiful white flame of the divine feminine for now. And it transmutes upon the instant. It's just going to move into pure sparkling light. And now maybe you feel yourself surrounded by a lot of loving beings, and they care so much. They are so in awe of your bravery, coming forth to be on the planet right now. It's never a mistake. It's never happens sort of accidentally incredibly rare cases and you'd have to be a pretty dark entity for that to happen so you plan to be here at this time is what my spirit team have been telling me uh, when I whine and complain about the state of the world or anything else and um, they make a good point and all these beautiful loving beings crowding around you now putting a hand on your shoulder letting you know that they love you these are your soul family and maybe they're pointing out that some of them are in physical form. You know them. Friends or family, people you've worked with. Maybe you, somebody you met very briefly who made an amazing impression. They just said something you badly needed to hear. Some of them are going to be up in the ships. Some it may be in an inner earth. Some purely in the etheric. And of course, higher vibrational beings. They sort of have a body, but it's very fine material, isn't it? That's why you and I don't really necessarily see them when they're in the room, but they're here. And what I feel them saying is that the scales have tipped on the planet. Now, that probably sounds insane if you're thinking of the scales tipping in favor of higher good and divine light and divine love. You probably think you've got to be kidding. Have you looked around recently? And... What I hear them saying now is that the earth is going through a very great cleansing. That's all that's happening. It's just a very, very great cleansing. She's just throwing off and releasing every low vibration, every bit of interference, every strange etheric device or constriction. Certainly the old matrix is in tatters. She's, she's releasing and so are you and I. So just make a motion right now like you're just flinging something out of the heart space. 
flinging all these old soul contracts. Don't serve you, don't serve anyone. All these old feelings of bitterness and trauma that you and I came in with, sadness, feelings of loss, abandonment, betrayal, all of it out of the heart space into that beautiful white flame. And just let all those feelings and all those past life selves, let them know I don't identify with this anymore. I'm not a victim. That's why I came in this time to affirm that. And I'm just releasing. And as I do so, you know what? I'm freeing my whole, my whole line, my whole lineage. And then we in turn free everybody around us. And then that in turn, over time, frees the whole earth. So we stop, drop the passivity. We drop the feeling of, oh, we've been abandoned here because we certainly haven't. Now all your beautiful soul family are around you right now. And again, I'm going to ask the higher selves. Is there a question or pardon? <laughs> is there a comment, please, from these loved ones? Okay. They're saying you're going to have to get your news from somewhere other than the television or the internet. You're going to have to key in, get quiet every day, say to your team what's going on, what's happening on the earth right now, and let that unfold. You might get an immediate message. It might come more slowly. Let's say, tell me the truth of what's happening on the planet. And certainly they're not going to hand you information that would endanger you in any way that's too sort of, you know, um, too intense, too high-privileged information, but they're going to let you see the bigger picture in a way that our news systems can't, uh, accepting, uh, obviously, the word of some channelers and some uh, people who are highly intuitive and speaking with the angels every day and what Ram and Tara share with us, that's, that's the exception. But you don't have to only tune into that. Tune into your own heart space every day and say to your spirit team of guides, angels, and higher self, what is really happening. And what I hear them saying is that we are preparing to rejoin the Galactic Confederation of Worlds, and we are preparing to rejoin all of those who live on a higher level vibrationally. And no, it won't happen in a day or a week, obviously, but it's rolling out. And I've kind of decided I'm not going to huff and puff and act upset because Nasara hasn't been enacted yet. We're all kind of impatient for that. But I've decided lately I'm just going to be in the present moment. And if we're only here to prepare the runway for takeoff, that's still a huge honor. And that's a sort of a, a metaphor that the collective shared with us recently. So um, wonderful. You are all doing an amazing job. You're holding the light. Just breathe that in. Put yourself in that beautiful white flame if you'd like. It only transmutes. It doesn't burn. And say, yeah, I'm ready to release everything that doesn't serve my higher good. I am doing that now. And tell your spirit guides, lead me in a way that is joyful. Lead me in a way that heals the heart space. I'm not interested in releasing things in a way that I'm bump, bump, bumping all the way down the road. I don't want it to be rough. I want it to be like Omina says, you know, make it fun or make it funny. Make it joyful. Wonderful. Another slow breath in and then 
You're going to breathe out. As you're breathing out, you're releasing everything you've been carrying. Again, put in that beautiful white flame. All these unanswered questions. People we see suffering, you can't save everyone. That's not why you're here. Just put it in that light. It's going to turn to pure sparkling raw energy. And will be used for humanity's higher good and your own. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everybody. And I'll hand that talking stick over to our friends, Ram and Tara. This is their night to host. And we look forward to uh, hearing the um, all the updates. Uh, I guess the energy updates to begin with. So Ram and Tara, I'll hand that uh, quick sequaddle fairy dust talking stick over to you now. <laughs> Greetings. Thank you. Greetings. Thank, Thank you, you. Carol. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Happy New Year. Yes, there is only one of us here. Uh, That can be quite a thing to contemplate. (laughs) Lest we uh, get lost on the way, this is why we come together. And this is an era of world group service. Yes. So uh, hopefully on this night at the round table, we develop more of what that means together. So Caroline, how about we hand the talking stick back to you and you have something to share with all of us just on your own thoughts well, of where we're at. <laughs> yes, thanks. I um. I'm feeling the presence of many more angels surrounding the earth and here with us on the earth. And I feel that they have been able to flow in, kind of ride in on the wave of higher light, higher solar frequency rays flowing in, and also feeling a powerful connection to pyramids. I have a new program I'm rolling out pretty soon called the Gold Frequencies, and this just came through and I was mystified. Um, it's about the golden pyramids inside the sun. And, um, I did a winter solstice meditation that it's on my YouTube channel. If anybody wants to find it, or you can go to my website, ascensiontimes.com and just go to the gold frequencies page and you'll see that it'll say winter solstice journey, but you can use it at any time. Particularly now it's helpful though, because, you know, it's dark and it's cold out and uh, it is a time of resting and uh, recharging for a lot of people. It shouldn't be a high energy and high productivity time, I don't think. But that journey takes us to the golden pyramids in the sun. And I keep seeing everywhere pyramids or triangles or people talking about golden light, or um, a flow of golden energies, high golden frequencies flowing in. And uh, it just keeps coming up. And I'm thinking maybe this is something going on in our in our consciousness. So um, yeah, I'm feeling wonderful uh, solar energies, even though yes, they're exhausting. And yeah, they're bringing up a lot that we have to uh, release let it out. You know, I was talking with a, do a, a monthly energy update with Bonnie Saratori on YouTube. And she said today is, as she often says, when things are coming up for you, 
let it out. Let yourself cry it out. Don't sit on it. Don't try to be all spiritual and perfect and keep smiling. If you're in a place where you can let the energy out, let that come up. And you and I are not going to ascend without admitting we've got to let this go. The victimhood frequencies, the feelings of rage and having been betrayed or abandoned, loss, anger, what have you. Um, let it come out, get it out of your system. And um, I I absolutely agree. This, this These energies are too powerful to fight. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> so um, that's a bit of a mishmash, but that's that's what I'm seeing energetically right now. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Uh, you brought up in my thoughts, uh, these are big issues around women in the different states. They're trying to ban them from getting abortions and deciding yeah. what their bodies need. And yeah. these are the challenges right now. <clears throat> the equality, Rama was reminding me, Rama was in there with Aknaten. He was yeah, <laughs> at that time, <laughs> me and many others were holding that energy in that body. Right. <laughs> That's really important to know is that there's not one single individual that carries the energy of these vast ascended masters. Yeah. We're yeah. all evolving together. And yeah. What we're learning from that is vast in terms of world group service. That's not exactly the way that <laughs> the opposition wants to take this. They want, you know, fascism. <laughs> and I mean, we can only shudder when we think about what that term has been used for in the past. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that being said, this power of the positive thought as one is helped, all are helped. That is the indicator right here, right now. And if there's three golden pyramids in the sun, that would be, to me, the importance of the number three. Yeah. And Trinity. Trinity. Three in one. Three, six, nine. Three, six, nine. The power of three Mm -hmm. is, uh, well, three squared is nine, right? And the power of three to me is, sometimes they say me, myself, and I. I ever heard that one before. as we know who me is uh, in relationship to the we, then you would know that that statement and how we get to know about that statement more by sharing uh, is that there's only one of us here. That is so deep that there really is only one of us here. And love is the connection. And uh I just appreciate you, Caroline, so much. Thank you. And that's great. Thank you. I appreciate the two of you. Um, I really do because, um, boy, we're in the heat of it now, friends. We really are on this planet, and this your work is needed. Your 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 energies, your your frequency, and your presences are needed. Um, and uh, certainly, the work is. Yeah, 
Yeah. We are, but I mean, we are the ones and I'm just experiencing there are days where like today I I only saw six deer and peacrows and I sat and kind of cried with them about the stuff going on in Gaza and the rest of the world and yeah. I find it so illogical to use those words that Russia and Ukraine exchange prisoners, but they're still wanting to go on with this so-called war. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> well, I think the understanding is that the empire wants this to happen. Yeah. Because Ukraine uh, and their hierarchy is controlled by the empire. It is. And Russia is now controlled by the empire. In other words, the fake Putin is controlling everything, which is uh, something that was created by the empire. Yes. And this is something that very few people comprehend, that the real Putin is, you know, by 2038 or something like that, he'll be 500 years in that same body. And he is a master and ascended one in that body. And for these very big concepts now, I think that we're learning that separation is the goal of the opposition to keep everybody fighting. And the three in one is the unity consciousness idea. Yes. The idea of the father, the mother, and the child, the male, the female, and the uh, synergy of the father and the mother guiding the child. Uh, And that's got to do with our spiritual insight into ourselves, too. There's a divine father energy that is not exactly explained by the Catholic Church. And that's part of our job here, I believe. The the spiritualizing of of ourselves in form, in matter, where these quote-unquote authorities in our lives um, can be mitigated, you might say, by community. And I mean, I have been in my life parts of communities in many places on the planet, in Mexico, in uh, in Hawaii, in uh, Norway, in Sweden, Um And I've traveled through places other than those places uh, and connected with communities along the way. And there are people that have been in our lives together. I'm just thinking of a young lady. Her name is MJ. Yes. And we we traveled with her and shared with her. And we did uh, channelings at her house when Deanna was still Uh, alive she was channeling 
in the house with another sister, a galactic sister of Kriya. Rama's name, Kriya. The energy in that room, that's where Rama and I met. Yes. On 11-11-1991. Actually, it was 7-11, but it was for the purpose of getting together for 11-11. Well, what I'm saying here now is that we're deconstructing the separation uh, issues and uh, coming, finding common ground. So um, I guess I'll go around and pass the talking stick to, let's see, Micah, how about your turn now? I pass the talking stick to you, Micah. Micah? Oh. Hello, can you hear me? Now we can hear you. Yes, sir. Pass the talking stick, Micah, to you. Thank you very much, Tara. Okay. And uh, just one moment here. Okay, there we go. All right. And greetings to all of our listeners from around the planet and throughout the cosmos. Is everyone feeling the shift yet? I believe 2024 is going to be a powerful year of transformation for each and every one of us, and our dear Mother Gaia included. Elevation is what comes to mind. The elevation and raising of vibration and frequencies from the soul of the human, the human being, and that of the planet, And in turn, our solar systems, galaxies, universes, and omniverse of all that is. Because there is no separation, only oneness. And from my understanding, there's not just one universe. There's seven, there's, there's many, many, many universes within a super universe. And there's seven super universes within the omniverse. Just to give a bird's eye view of the grain of sand that planet Earth is. So, we as souls have chosen to come to Earth to have a spiritual soul experience within a human body, correct? From my understanding and knowledge, having a human experience is one of the most unique experiences a soul can have in the entire omniverse. And planet Earth is the 33rd planet in our local galaxy to ascend into a fifth dimensional planet. So, we have incarnated as souls within these human bodies at a time that has never occurred before in the history of the Omniverse. To experience the greatest transformational shift and balance of divine unity and oneness in lifetimes upon lifetimes upon lifetimes. On another note, I wanted to talk a little bit about manifestation. I was watching a video by Dolores Cannon called Seven Signs the Universe is Testing You before giving you your manifestation. This was highly intriguing to me as I have practiced divine alchemy for over a quarter century 
with much success. <laughs> However, sometimes those manifestations don't happen as they had before. So uh, it had some profound insight, profound insights, excuse me, <clears throat> as to why we often don't get what we are asking, even though we are putting it out to the universe to manifest said, such things. Excuse me, I'm just going to a place of a little more quiet in the house here. There we go. Um, so anyhow, um, <clears throat> the main point that she talks about is letting go of something else in order to bring in that new manifestation of your desires, like kind of like out with the old in with the new, so to speak. And this rings very true to me as I look at my own life in the rear view mirror. Every time I've let things go that perhaps at one point I felt were necessary to hold on to. It only opened up new doors for me, and they were all, always an upgrade from the past times that I was holding on to something, whatever that might be. And so, releasing lower vibrational old habits that no longer serve us and replacing them with self-love and self-care habits is a key. It's absolutely essential to making one's manifestations become a reality. Remaining positive, regardless of outside circumstances, and cultivating an attitude that no matter what happens, it will be the most benevolent outcome for the greatest good of all concerned. Add a little splash of gratitude in advance for all of this and see what happens in your own life. I also highly encourage everyone to look up Dolores Cannon. It's called The Seven Signs. Excuse me, excuse me, sorry guys. The seven signs. The universe is testing you before giving your manifestation. That's on YouTube for the uh, uh, for the rest of the information and wisdom download. Um, she's a master of many things and, and also has an uncanny wisdom from that experience and mastery in her life. Highly recommend uh, that she has many YouTube videos and books and topics, etc. Topics including, um, you know, finding your true self, metaphysics, manifestation, shift to 5D, uh, twin flames, and much more. Um, actually, her YouTube video and description of twin flames was one of the most in-depth teachings I've seen to date on that subject. And, you know, whether you're in a relationship or not, I do recommend that one just for an almost an epiphany of knowledge on, on that subject, which is rather kind of taboo or just not very well known or maybe think it's just kind of crazy. <laughs> the, uh, the YouTube video is called Seven Signs You Are With Your Twin Flame. And with that, I pass the talking stick back to you, Rama and Tara. Much love to our listeners from around the planet and throughout the cosmos. Thank you, Micah. That was very profound. I can say that I am seeing 
tremendous change happening here for the greater good. And also, I just have to constantly blaze the violet fire and not let my tongue get in the way because it's a challenge to not get caught with the stuff. It's so true, Rama. Excuse me for interrupting, but I just wanted to mention that uh, also in Caroline's meditation um, was to not pay attention to the regular news or even internet stuff. Um, and, And I can relate to that because I live in a place that's kind of real far out from cities or anything, major concentrated populations. You know, we have wood stoves and stuff. And a lot of people out here don't even have a TV or a computer or even a cell phone. And there's even places uh, within where I live, they don't even have cell phone reception. And uh, I've just noticed because I used to be very kind of concentrated on finding out what's going on through TVs and internets. But um, just being completely cut off of that and just not even looking at it at all. It's, it's a whole different world. And um, it's true. I mean, they're just trying to control all of the things that come into our, our, um, you know, our, our body, our mind, our spirit. And, uh, but if we can, not allow those things as much as we can avoid those things right i think uh can make a big change so i sorry to interrupt rama i pass this talking stick back to you yes thank you i can concur um what i do each day when i go and i talk to folks and the deer and the crows and whoever else shows up with four legs. Um, They just let me know to be in the now moment because that's all there is. And as like when what you're saying, when you're out there, I mean, I play music from my cell phone for the deer and the crows, but it's the music of the spheres is what's coming in from the sun and all of creation. And they're saying to me, turn off the technology and listen to the oneness and that's how you stay in the center and not to get distracted with what they're trying to um, trick your consciousness with. Um, I pass the talking stick back to you. Thank you, Rama. Okay, so... I just wanted to say I was remembering Ram Das. Be here now. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and with the nature. Thank you, for, Micah, for finding yourself happy in the nature like that. It's been a while now since you've been to the big city. <laughs> and um, 
Let's see. How about passing this talking stick to Penny? Penny, here comes this talking stick. Thanks, Tara. You're welcome. Am I coming through too loud or okay today? You're sounding a little better. Much better. Thank you. Okay. Well, improvement comes slowly, Tara. Very slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Anyway, um, what can I say? Uh, I really appreciated Mike's comments about living in the country because – that's one of the reasons I don't want to live. I don't want to leave where I am. And because uh, you can see the stars at night are big and bright, right? Also in Alberta, not just in Texas. Oh, it's great. And we get to see auroras. There's some, been some small ones. Um, that was last night and the night before. And um, you don't see that in the city. And, of course, I was at my friend's house over New Year's, and it was even better because we were further east, away from the city, right out in the country. It was just glorious, actually, to see so many stars, and they were clear nights. Yeah, that is good for the soul, very good for the soul. Um, I ha- I'm I'm not suffering from the energies particularly much. Uh, I think some of my headaches are of my own making. <laughs> Either from eggnog or not enough sleep, those kind of things. Um, but sometimes I am overcome with tiredness. But other than that, it's not very often. I seem to be either I'm immune or to the changes or I'm riding them better. So I prefer my second choice. I'm riding them better. So that's basically uh, my um, my report. Including today, I just want to warn, uh, warn, give everybody fair notice that because I'm, I'm feeling funny and whatever, I, uh, I mean hilarious. I found um, uh, Eric Idle's uh, "The Galaxy," you know the 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 Galaxy song. Only this time, it isn't him walking out into the into the galaxy with the lady with curlers in her hair well the other guy with curlers in her hair this is a conversation or a singing thing between eric idle and a dr brian cox and cox keeps dr brian cox is a physicist and uh, an astronomer and he and he teaches uh, fit particle physics and astronomy at the university of manchester which of course is in the north of england and uh, when you watch the video tonight and hear him counter the information that Eric Idle is singing about in the in the song, there's a hint of the devil in him too. You know, he comes from a part of the world which is I'm familiar with, which is extremely funny. And they one I w- was watching. Um, Micah was talking about Dolores Cannon. Today I got off on a whole bunch of Brian Cox videos, YouTubes about science. But even when he's talking about the most serious subjects of science and so on, he's got this big grin on his face. He is he he's so enjoying life. It's just a joy to watch him. Uh, it's very energizing to listen to him, and he explains things quite simply too with the odd uh, insert of humor, or basically he just, I think he just lives with humor all his life. That's what I think. But anyhow, that's the treat that's in store for tonight. 
and uh, he manages to uh, bring Eric Idle down and his accompanist. You know, they get to the point where they can't do anything anymore because he's countering them with um, with corrections. Or at one point, he says, "You're right," and they both stop. What? We're right, you know. So it's really, um, it's really funny. And the science is for Rama and for Randy, and uh, the humor is for the rest of us. So that's uh, that's my report. So that's it for now. Until you hear the song, <laughs> I'm done, Tara. I hear you. We had to get on mute. Excuse us for taking an extra moment there. Um, Thank you, kid. That was a bit of a riddle. I what's must... a bit of what's a riddle? Um, um, talking about a mystery about finding out about what the the time is for now, and the way you were speaking it, it came to me as yeah. Uh, uh, everybody's saying to look inside, and. Uh, and to get in nature, that seems to be a theme. And uh, it's uh, it, it's a it's been a very good thing to be living where we are. It's away from away from the city. Away from the city. So when you're talking about a riddle, Tara, uh, Tara what what are you talking about? Like. Where people live and and the the challenges people meet, where if they're in the city they don't see. So and the riddle is trying to find balance. Well, there's everything's a riddle in my my mind in a sense because, um, you know, there's this idea of asking more questions, not less. Um and. Uh, the answers we get as we seek that knowledge. Uh, uh, I mean, Dolores Cannon is, that's what she did. She just kept on asking questions. She never stopped asking questions. And her ability to help others get enlightened was profound to me. And I think that's what we do enjoy is sharing at that higher level. And um, I just, Penny, we, uh, we are. Well, I'm sorry, Tara. I was thinking maybe the riddle is the union of science and humor. (laughs) Maybe that's the riddle. Well, we'll see what Rama and Randy have to say when they listen to this. Okay, science and humor. <laughs> okay, that makes me chuckle just to hear that put together. Yes, yes. Oh, well, it, it's it. The music's a chuckle too. <laughs> yeah, the that song was part of Monty Python's Meaning of Life, wasn't it? Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly Probably right. Our, our generation is going to know it a little better than, say, 20-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of familiarity with Eric Idle and Monty Python, but it's good fun that they had uh, Professor Cox answering the stuff that Eric Idle sings in that song. It is a, fu- a very funny 
movie that my brothers and I will still quote. <laughs> yeah. <to> this day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right, too. And so and this particular segment that I found is the tail end of um, uh, an interview that Eric Idle and Dr. And, and Brian Cox had. I think it was Cox interviewing Idle, but I, it's hard to know who was interviewing who at some point, because what they were intent on doing was tripping each other up. Which is also hilarious, too. But anyway, and this song that they do, this is the tail end of that, is the tail end of that presentation. And the audience, they get the audience involved, too. So it's pretty funny. (laughs) So I thought that was a good way to start the new year. Excellent. And I would encourage younger listeners to try out that movie, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Um, (laughs) It's just a classic Classic sketches, and it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Yes. Okay, I'll have to watch it again on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. How long is that movie? Maybe an hour and a half, maybe or less or more. Well, that's good. Not too long. All right. I was going to say that now that you brought up a movie, I watched another movie on... Christmas Eve. It's called The Healer. And it's with Oliver Jackson Cohen, Camilla Laddington, and Jonathan Price. And um, I actually, I found that link today too, uh, Tara, while I was trolling. So I, I can stick it in the notes. Yes, please do. I, I just... Oh, it was a good movie. I don't want to tell and give it away, but yeah, no, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it, everybody. It's uh, it's uh, filmed in Nova Scotia. Wow, what a beautiful place! And it's um, one hour and forty six minutes and forty five seconds. <laughs> so it's not too long either. I just thought I'd bring that up, but. Uh, Yes, so I pass this talking stick to Randy. Here it comes, Randy. Thank you, Tara. You're welcome. And Mike is absolutely right. Once you live in the country, as well as Penny said, I don't want to go back to the city. I don't want to move into the city. When I lived in Thailand, I started out living on the island people on the island and I watched the island grow I watched all the real estate grow I watched the very thin children turn into very fat unhealthy children why because of the introduction of western style foods the introduction of family mart from Japan which was an uh, a competition to 7-eleven and all these things And as I look back to what we had as children, we didn't have any of that stuff. A, we couldn't afford it because it was expensive. When your allowance is only a nickel and everything cost either one penny or two penny, maybe even the whole nickel, bag of potato chips was 10 cents, so a nickel didn't go very far. So if we did buy something, we made sure we got value for the money. 
So the little cafe in town would always have these little treats, two for one or three for one or whatever. And I think today, of the allowance that these kids get and what they go buy. Because the children today, and I mean no disrespect, they can't think for themselves. Their cell phone has to do the thinking, or their influencer on YouTube or TikTok or whatever other social media that they're looking at. And unfortunately, the ones that think they're in control are using all these venues to influence our children. And even adults, teenagers and adults, and even the retired people, to what reality really is. When in fact, it's nothing like that at all. We don't see the fact that the people of Israel, millions and millions of them, are taking to the streets because they don't agree with what their government is doing, and many other countries as well. All we see is the war. They push the war. They push the fear. A lot of places push the fact that it's still the Trump-Biden election crap. It doesn't matter, folks. They're not in control. Neither are the so-called 13 families in control. None of them. They are puppets. They are puppets for other beings who don't care about human life. They only care about the loosh the fear and energy that they get the humans to create that they feed from. But now a lot of those guys have left the planet. But the orders that they give all their minions are still being carried out. So we have to realize something. There's no way we're ever going to have peace on the planet unless we have peace from within ourselves. But what do they do? They're always doing something so that there's another war, there's another scenario, there's another drama-facing thing they want you to get involved in. So you get involved in emotionally, and you put your emotion into it, and they suck the energy from you, and they drain you, and then you tell, wait, you're drained? You don't feel good? Well, let's go to our medical system. So we'll poison your mind and soul even more. And Rama I want you to check out with your people what really happened to that mall in Florida where they called in hundreds of police cars, helicopters, shut down the whole power to the mall and to half the city because, according to the news, it was a bunch of teenagers fighting in the mall with sticks. You know, call 100 police cars and 45 helicopters for kids fighting with sticks. Because in reality, one lady put out a TikTok saying that the people that are interviewed, they were seeing zombies. They were seeing 8-foot to 14-foot beings. What is going on there? Is this the showing of the veil being gone? So, Rama, I'd like you to check that out, please, because I did send you the TikTok, by the way. I think I sent to most of the people on the list here. Because something's going on really big. We have to look at the beginning of 2024. Airplane crashes and all sorts of stuff. Loss of life. The thing that happened in Japan 
that's there's something there. There's the planes don't meet each other on the runway because of the radar systems they have. They know long before that's going to happen that it was going to happen. So did something happen to both pilots because of something put in their bodies that made them either pass out, make a wrong decision or whatever? We have to realize something about this planet. We are very, very, very unique in what we can do with this human body. We are a transmitter. We are a receiver. We are an energy-changing unit that's governed by our soul. And once we learn to communicate with our soul, we know, feel, see, touch, whatever venue we're using to our environment. And those of us that live in the country, and when we go into the city, we see, feel, hear all the crap that these people are dealing with. Because you're being bombarded by millions, hundreds, however big it is, thoughts of these people. They don't know what's going on. They don't know who to trust. They want to protect their families. They want to protect their... Some people even just want to protect their way of life. The farmers who live on the farm and live off the land are being hit by costs. Astronomical. More fuel costs, more insurance costs. I seen a bill the other day. They charged a great big farming operation $16,000 a month in carbon tax. Oh, my God. Yes, that's how insane these governments are getting. Then I watched something today in the Canadian Parliament where the opposition's fighting with whatever over. A $15 billion government thing plant to build batteries and stuff for electric cars. So someone asked, can we see the contract? Why aren't there any Canadians being hired to build this plant? Why are we bringing in foreign workers? And our crime minister simply said, well, that's you can't have that's competition and there's national security. In other words, he was simply bullshitting the fact that who knows how many people are getting paid in the background. And I think this is what's really going to impact the public when they find out that it doesn't matter what country it is, it doesn't matter how far back you go. Every government thing from the beginning of history of what we know as government is based on corruption and lies and denial and fear. That's it. Now, writing a petition, you might as well write a nice story for your grandchildren or your son or your daughter. You write them a fairy tale because that's what a petition is. It's a fairy tale of people help helping and oh i'm going to help i'm going to write a petition i'm going to hand to all my friends and we're going to mail it to ottawa or the usa or whatever and you know what's going to happen to that piece of paper folks it's going to be put in a fireplace somewhere and burnt it's not going to do anything because these people's hands are tied they're tied because 
we have lobbyists and every every country of the world that give the money to the politicians to make sure that the laws get passed to benefit not the people, to benefit the politicians and the companies. The only way, the real way of how you hurt that system. Stop buying useless junk you don't need. What happens after Boxing Day? And in the month of January and all the Goodwill stores and everything else, people give away a lot of stuff. And that's good. There's also lots of stuff that get just put on a shelf and it doesn't go anywhere. We have to realize, what are the basic necessities of life that we really need? Well, we need shelter. We need food. We need companionship. We need love. If we don't have that in spades, it causes stress. And stress causes disharmony. And disharmony causes disease, or what I like to call nothing in balance. So we have to rebalance ourselves in order to rebalance the planet. And every time the planet begins to rebalance something, people are screaming mad because they didn't like what happened. Well, the planet knows what's good for itself and all its inhabitants. And it's going to do what it needs to do to rebalance it so everything can exist. People say, well, why didn't the authorities give us warning? The planet gave you warning. All of a sudden, the sky turned black. It got cold. A wind came up. That was all nature warning you, I'm going to change something. You better prepare yourself. I said this the other day to some people. I said, you know what? Have you noticed that the sun is pure white, not yellow like it used to be? A person stood back and they thought, yeah, you're right. What does that mean? I said, that means things are changing. The environment's changing. And it's got nothing to do with climate change. And I left the conversation. Now that person's going to think about what I said and is going to question things. Because like we said, like Micah said, like Rama said about Dolores Cannon, she never stopped asking questions. That's how you learn. You ask questions. And what are the angels, the spirit guides, and all that realm? What are they here for? They work for us. They do. They're there for us to ask questions and for us to listen to get an answer. They don't have a physical body. We're asking and waiting for them to come down out of the sky and land on earth and change things. They're not a physicality. They can only give us the energy and the inspiration so that we change it. It's up to us. It's our home. We, as caretakers of the planet, that's our job. That's our real job. So imagine, imagine that there was something 
and technology going to take place in 2024 that you didn't have to worry about your food. You didn't have to worry about paying the rent. You didn't have to worry about all these things. And you had the free time to do what you love to do. That's going to happen. We're going to make it happen. But first, we have to believe in ourselves. With 100% faith and 100% dedication to do what's necessary to the best of your ability without running your battery almost dead. And that's what's happening in a lot of the healing communities. People are putting out too much. They're giving, but they're not taking because that's how the universe works. If you give something out, you can take it back. That's universal law. That's my rant for the evening. I pass the talking stick back to Tara and Rama. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> that is so true. Okay, Rama's going to read the updates, but before we do that, we want to just do a little bit of housekeeping. And um, we are now in a new year, and every week this month, it'll be $259 a week. We went through a lot of, uh, you might say, catching up time last year. We have a beautiful, shiny red 2006, what kind of car? <laughs> oh, Toyota Prius. Yeah, and it's been perfect. And it it took a lot of us to put something together to get that. And there was a lot of repairs. And then we had to, you know, catch up with BBS Radio and get them caught up. And it's just thank you, everybody, because together you. we, are we so got completely grateful. caught up with BBS Radio before the year was out. So we're on a clean slate, new story here. And two fifty nine uh per week, and then Rama had to pay a post office uh renewal for the first six months that was how much rama fifty nine dollars okay, so we had three hundred and sixty eight dollars and forty three cents in paypal and uh he paid the fifty nine dollars for the post office. And the electric bill of one hundred and thirty six seventy three. So now we have one hundred and seventy two dollars and seventy cents in PayPal. So uh, we need eighty six dollars and thirty cents to be able to pay BBS Radio by the end of this week. You know, a seven fourteen twenty. One and twenty-eight. We just do it that way. Uh, so, thank you, and let's make it so. Uh, the momentum for this year is 
it's I just really quick, and this is with uh, how we can pay it forward too, because the momentum uh, for all of us to know uh, it's a number eight for the whole year. And what Tanya Gabrielle says is that 2024 as an eight universal year of power and prosperity also activates the number 24, 2024, which is the symbol of love and abundance, the 24 part. This combination of numbers in the 248 numerology triad creates, and this is all in italics with an exclamation point at the end, miraculous manifestation opportunities. Pivotal shifts by Pluto, Uranus, and Jupiter ensure that 2024 is the year, and this is a deep letters, big black letters, the year to manifest with greater strength, leadership, and courage than ever. Uh, So I'll say that one more time. This is the year, 2024 to manifest with greater strength, leadership, and courage than ever. So I pass the talking stick to you and see what the Faction Three White Knights have to say about this. Okay. Um, So this starts on uh, 12-29. I received a text message from Mr. X at 11-17 this morning. He said to me, Lord Rama, I am in Syria in an undisclosed location. What is going on in Gaza is international war crimes and crimes against humanity. I can tell you from higher sources that giant cargo starships are in orbit between the Earth, Mother Gaia, and the Moon. They are here to collect the 500,000 war criminals who will be transported on these cargo starships to Dracos in Orion's belt. We tried there by King Dracos and his daughter, Princess Ardella, for intergalactic war crimes against humanity. The large coronal hole in our sun, Sol, is now facing us here on Mother Gaia. This is going to be quite a ride. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam, namaste, blaze the light fire. And I could just say this larger story of what Randy brought up and what's going on on the planet as people can really grok what has been being said by Graham Hancock and so many other folks. This is a very ancient story. And a lot of it takes place in the Middle East and also other parts of the planet. And it is this ancient, ancient story that we only got bits and pieces of And it's been twisted, convoluted, and changed from the original text. Um, 
Zachariah Sitchin put these, you know, stories out about what really happened. And the parts of this that are missing is this story about the flood and the result of an interplanetary war that caused the flood and these so-called folks that came from other places. And I'll just say, not all the Anunnaki were bad. Not all the Elohim fell. There were some that fell. And when you're in a 12th dimensional light body and you have the consciousness to mess with people's minds, uh, things happen. And this has been going on for 26,826 years. And it's now coming to the light of day, all these stories. And this is why Mr. X is pointing out that these giant cargo starships are here to take these folks back to where the original story began in Dracos when there was an intergalactic war that went on between the Pleiadians and the reptilians and some of the other folks. And I can say, as I said here, not all the reptilians fell to the dark side. I serve on the New Jerusalem with dignity and honor with many reptilian officers that are part of the Ashtar Command. And this is such a big story. And it is coming out, yet you kind of got to read between the lines and dig to figure it out. And right at this time, the dark has lost. The light has won. How we deal with these stories within our own beings to send more love to these folks is the real test here. Um, And this is Monday, New Year's Day. I received a text message from the poppy lady in Fingdale Noor, the Sasquatch Bigfoot lady, at 12.09, early this afternoon. They said to me, Lord Rama, we are near Mount Kailash, which is in India, at the place bordering Tibet and China. The poppy lady continued, I am here receiving specialized Jedi training. It is called Kriya Yoga, which is the quantum science of changing matter, energy, and time, and space. Meanwhile, in this present reality, we are going to Gaza twice a week to bring food, medicine, and supplies. Sometimes we are beaming people up to the Galactic Federation fleets for rejuvenation and reintegration into galactic law. What is going on in Gaza is unconscionable. 
there are other countries that are going to the Hague to file formal documents charging Israel with international war crimes and crimes against humanity. This is genocide, pure and simple. It is not Hamas. It is our deep state, including Israel, because in reality, since 1949, Israel has been a state of the United States. They don't talk about that too often. I don't think I've ever heard it on the main media, ever. No. No. And uh, it is so deep. Please place all of this in the circle of support and place the violent fire. All we are saying is give peace a chance. No, no mistake. And this is Wednesday. I went up the mountain to above 10,000 waves. Houtspawn created a Jedi Council at 1040 late this morning. There were four deer and two crows in attendance at the proceedings. Then Lady Master Nada showed up at the council circle along with Tom the Ringtail Cat, Larry Curly, and Moe, as well as Sweet Angelique the Cat. They all said to me, Lord Rama, Israel is pushing the river towards World War Three." Ashtar has said, no nukes. What is going on here is a dangerous brinkmanship game. And it goes back 26,826 years to the beginning of the Kali Yuga. Lady Nada said to me, I can tell you this, Lord Rama, as Graham Hancock comes out on the YouTube channels, they censor him for telling these stories. That Zacharias Sitchin has been writing about for decades. This is about mothers' ancient children. The Middle East, known as and generally accepted as the cradle of civilization, is where the Matrix story begins. Put all of this in the circle of support. Satnam Namaste Blaze the Violet Fire. It is about what these 12th dimensional beings came here and did, you know, I could just say using their gifts and abilities, the siddhas, in the wrong way, like the emperor and Lord Vader, so to speak. And when you are a 12th dimensional being, your telepathy is quite uh, profound prolific, and, uh, you know, the rest of the story. Well, if you, it, if you misuse it, then yeah. that's a real problem. Big that's problem. the real problem, and we're here to do the sadhana and uh, raise the Bible fire, and this is today. I received a text message from Mr. X again at 11.09 late this morning. He said to me, Lord Rama, Prime Minister Netanyahu of Israel has lit the fuse, yet there will be justice. Yet there will be justice. There are galactic councils meeting at this present time. 
discussing how to quell the violence and bring peace and civility to the Middle East. Lord Serapis Bay and Master Katumi are asking us to work with the sound frequencies to calm the mind and the body. There are actions being taken by the Galactics to quell the violence there. They are using light frequencies and sound to disrupt the matrix and bring people's minds and bodies back into balance. Meanwhile, there was a moderate M-class flare today from the sun, 3.8. I felt that I had a bit of a headache today. It's It was intense. This may sound small, yet it is huge because this gentler energy coming from the moderate M-class flares can be received by many more people. It can also affect in a positive and gentle way all of nature towards the good. We are in the most auspicious time ever. Tune into the force. It will impart all the wisdom you will ever need. See when the light of the most radiant one, Satnam Namaste, Blake, the Violet Fire. I pass the talking stick back to you. Uh, Oh, to me? (laughs) To whoever wants to take it. Does anybody want to say something or ask Rama some questions or... Yeah, um, I mean, I've had questions for the past month or more, but sometimes the discussion is so uh, active that I don't have time to jump in um, and ask. Um, Tell us a bit more if you have any idea, you've heard anything else, Rama, or you just have any instinct about what they're talking about regarding light and sound being used to disrupt the matrix, p- bring people's bodies back into balance. Are they saying that they are helping to heal some of the people who, and including children and elderly who are wounded in Palestine uh, with light and sound therapies? What is going on? Why did he mention that right as he's talking about the Middle East? I could say that they are using the threefold flame to bring people into balance because those energies of the threefold flame calms the mind, the body, the heart, the spirit. And there are sound frequencies that go with the threefold flame. I don't exactly know the the sounds, but they're of the sofeggio tones. I know that much. Yeah. And when those tones are played and when you visualize the threefold flame, it, it changes physical matter, space and time. And what I've been hearing lately is that there is, you know, they're supposedly the lamestream news is saying they are pulling back certain amounts of Israeli troops. And I don't know if that is so or not. Yet the stories out there, how this relates is 
that Israel is losing a lot more soldiers than they are talking about. And Hamas or the people of Gaza, in spite of the genocide, that they have the upper hand, even though it may not look that way. And the fact of the matter, in the last day, couple days, it, um, they caused explosions in Iran, and they killed this Hamas leader in Lebanon, in Beirut. Like Mr. X is saying, Lady Nada is saying, this could very well escalate big time as other countries step into the fray. And, you know, the United States is not the bastion of uh, goodness at this time. We are a pariah. Uh, That's saying the least. And all I, you know, I mean, what I could speak about from my own experience, when I watched my fellow friends, brothers and sisters go off to Vietnam. Uh, I just said, I'm out of here. And I went to go visit Mother Teresa and Sai Baba instead of fighting the war, because war is never the answer. And right at this time, um, what I'm seeing is the fact of the matter that um, All of this has to do with the increased energies of how they're using different technologies that they got from the galactics that were not exactly following the laws of the one. And they used it to influence entire generations to play along with the matrix right now what i'm seeing is these endless discussions about how ukraine needs money how israel needs money to fuel the war and Mm -hmm. uh their congress has not even you know, play, you know, done a resolution to declare war. And I, I, I mean, I kind of failed to have the words because even during the time of Bush Jr., you know, it was forced on Congress to sign a resolution to send troops to Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, And it wasn't uh, done in a way in which there was clarity. And to this day, no one has been held accountable for 9-11 and the subsequent wars. Bush and Cheney are still you know, out in the world and the rest of the cadre of criminals. And right now what I'm seeing is the change with the energies pouring in 
since uh I could say that what has happened since 2012 till now is this shift in the energy fields where there are so many galactics here from so many different places around the 26, 27 other galaxies surrounding this one where um, victory is assured. We have won. How we do this with the utmost delicacy and uh, tact is kind of the big question because it is not done with an iron fist. It is done with love and compassion and kindness. Right now, because for so many eons of time, it is like the Native Americans talk about in the movie, Koyana Skatsi, Life Out of Balance. It is coming back into balance, and that is because the galactics and the forces of light, all the angels, masters, teachers are here to bring this back into balance. I call them the Kachinas as well. And they are physically here. And like you say, Caroline, you have felt and seen so many more angels and beings here. It is so. And um, I see this every single day as I interact with the everyday life going into the stores, uh, talking to the few people I might talk to, (laughs) passing by and stuff. And I'm just seeing the amazing frequencies pouring into this realm with the light from the sun. And I was sitting with these six deer and two crows today and consciously, I was telepathically just asking them, um, how do folks get to see what I'm seeing? And as ridiculous as that sounds, it's not ridiculous because all life is sacred. They have different ways of communicating with us, whether it is pulses of light or color or sound even clouds talk to us and all of life has a message to share and what the deer were showing me telepathically is just to see the light from the sun pouring into your hand the gold sparkly monoatomic dust And as you see it go into the palm of your hand, it activates your chakras. And it goes up through the body, through all the cells, particles. And we are part of the sun. The sun is part of us. And when we work with these light frequencies, it calms the body, mind, and spirit. This is a... hmm, 
abstract concept when folks are still so programmed from the matrix, it's hard to kind of get their heads around what I'm saying. Because number one, you got to get in a state of awareness and consciousness to be able to trust the frequencies. And imagination helps, yet it is physical. These energies are physical. And as you visualize it, it shows up. And I have to put it in those terms because as you see it, therefore it is. And, um, Penny, you were yawning just a second ago. (laughs) Penny? I don't know if she realizes that she was unmuted. Um, but all that is very, very helpful. Thank you, Rama. Um, but I wanted to ask also about these giant cargo starships um, that Mr. X said, you know, they're here to take back to um, take the criminals or criminals back to where the story began in Dracos. Yeah. Uh, intergalactic war between the Palladians and Reptilians. All right. So, um Is Mr. X alluding to the fact that they're already picking up some people or they're just getting ready to? They're just. They are already picking them up. This is why there are funny things going on around the planet we don't understand. I didn't see what you were talking about, Randy, in terms of the. Florida Mall and different kinds of life forms. Is that something that happened a month ago or something, Randy? I'm just checking to see if I sent that thing to Rama by Telegram or not. I think I did. Yeah, I didn't see it, but all these different stories tell me it's because they can't control the Matrix anymore, the dark side. These beings are coming through from whatever realm they are coming through. I don't necessarily say that there are zombies, but there are folks being played with, with the Matrix to wipe their consciousness. So they are just, you know, um, good uh, androids, though, living in a body. And, you know, if you got the jab, well... uh, the 5G is going to tell you what to do, so to speak. And the other thing that people aren't aware of, of these electric cars, is all your registration and all your information is stored electronically in the computer in the car. So it's, if the battery dies, you can't get any paperwork unless you've printed it out to sell the car. So it becomes useless. <laughs> Countries all over the world. They were all told to buy electric buses. None of them are working. Even in the hot countries, like Australia and New Zealand, they for, the governments forced certain cities to buy electric buses. They had to put diesel motors in the back to cool the batteries because the thing wouldn't run right. Yeah. So, folks, that's why we need galactic technology to really help things out. It's here. It always has been. Been here since the first time they crashed one in New Mexico and bought it done by radar. They reverse engineered all of this stuff. 
Yes. On another subject, there's more and more stuff coming out how Jeffrey Epstein was part of the Mossad that leads into the cadre of criminals that uh, we're watching uh, lose it publicly right now. More and more of this is going to come out. That's why Prince Andrew is looking very nervous and jerky through the various stories out there. And sorry to say, Chuck Schumer is part of this, Bill Clinton, so many other Henry Kissinger. Yeah. Well, even the even the BBC News is reporting on the the things with with uh, Epstein and Prince Andrew. No, that's something. You know, usually they're tried and true government. Even they're on their front page news. So, yeah. like you said, the narrative's falling apart. They can't control the matrix anymore. And what that means is, well, we've always won. We now it just has to filter down from the spiritual world to the physical world. That's all. Yeah, even Noam Chomsky was somehow saying, uh, or he was being listed as somebody that visited Epstein's Island. And I don't know where to go with that statement because Noam Chomsky is so close to, you know, transitioning. I'm not sure what to say. Well, yeah. But it is about the the fear of what has been going on for so long that as these folks are losing control um they fear the repercussions of what the light may do to them and this is our biggest task to simply send love and compassion and kindness. This is what His Holiness Dalai Lama says. My religion is kindness. And compassion. And compassion. What else is there to say? When there is a soul crying out for light, you help that soul receive the light. That is simply what the message is <laughs> and right now there are so many souls crying out for the light pouring in it is pouring in from the sun and the various celestial bodies that are part of this story as more truth comes out about the sun as it is a giant portal like they showed in the movie Star Trek The Voyage Home. You go through the portal, you could go backwards or forwards in time. And it's it's not hard. It's about using your consciousness. It's that simple. Right? Mm-hmm. Past the talking stick. Yeah. yeah. Um Rama, this is Penny. I I what I wanted to ask was about the statement that Mr. X also made um, about um, Netanyahu having lit a fuse. What precisely did Netanyahu do that Mr. X is calling it lighting a fuse? Which particular thing, or do you know? Uh, 
I would say that, you know, even though the news agencies on the planet are not saying this, everybody is alluding to the fact Israel sent the drones to Iran to cause those explosions at the funeral of uh concerning General Soleimani and killing the Hamas officer in Beirut. Israel did this. They are lighting the fuse to escalate things. And Iran and Hezbollah have said, we don't want to go there, yet you're pushing us. And you don't want to see what happens. This is where I bring in the story that, you know, what do these countries do? They threaten with the idea of pushing the button. Ashtar has said, no nukes. Where we go next from this story, as they were to even be that dumb to try to push any kind of escalation of launching nukes, like Dr. Greer has told us, it is over before we even start. And we're going to have to figure out how to help people talk to each other because the fear is so great you know i just you know it brings me back to these stories in high school or junior high school get under your desk and cover your head Mm. and i i got kicked out of three different schools because i refused to play their game talking about hiding under a desk from a nuclear weapon. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where to go with this. In It sounds ridiculous, but it's not. And it is so great that we have to drop the fear stuff in order for us to move into the higher realms. They have been playing this for 26,000 years. I think it's time it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- thanks, uh, uh, because those are not, th- well, I don't watch the news anymore, so I didn't yeah. even know about some of those things at all. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Penny, you know, the other thing, or my, Penny and Rama in the conversation, if I could jump in here. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing giving a maniac like Netanyahu nuclear weapons? Well, he... They developed their own nukes, probably with the U.S. help. That's right. Yeah. I forgot the name of that man that was over there. Mm, Yeah. Along with the Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Telling them how to do it. Yeah. 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 All that was going on. Mm -hmm. Thanks. This person right now has got a perfect... I mean, he's got the control of those nukes, and I mean, who's? I guess Esther's going to stop this. Well, that's not that's not the only thing he is too. He's the head of all of the um, what do you call it? The uh, what's the word I want, Tara? He's he's controlling all the gangs all around the world now. That's uh, a yeah. He, uh, the, it used to be Hillary in charge. I think it's him now that has all of the, um, oh, I keep forgetting the right word. I'll tell you in a minute. Um, yeah, I'll tell you in a minute what it is. Mobsters. 
mobsters. All all the mobsters are now united. Uh, somewhere I picked that up, oh. and he's the leader. Well, that's pretty poor leadership, to say the least. Well, uh, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that too. But it used to be that every country had their own version of it. Well, where wherever I got that, he's in charge of the whole. He's in charge of the whole shebang now. But anyway, it's it's not working. Even that kind of control, nominal or otherwise, it still isn't working. No. I was going to say one more thing. I just remembered is that the four major currencies in the world: the Japanese yen, uh, the German mark, Deutsche Mark, and the UK British uh, pound, and the United States dollar have absolutely zero value behind them. And this has been going on for weeks now. There is no value to any of those four currencies. And I'm sitting here watching things just move around with numbers on a board, but it has no backing. No. Uh, How long can that go on? Not very long. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the ultimate question is that people don't know is that, you know, people are, but the fear, Rama, that you kept on talking that people have, they don't know what's behind uh, in the light. They don't know about Nassar law. And they have given away their power to the fake leaders who use that power in the wrong way. Well, uh, Omina, that brings to mind what Omina said uh, Christmas week. I think she said it. She said these are adolescent souls mm-hmm. in the hierarchy of things. And <laughs> I mean, would you trust your adolescent uh, with a nuclear weapon and when to do no. what with what with? You wouldn't even trust him, trust her with a family car for crying out loud. No. <laughs> That's absolutely Mm. true, but um, the power of a small group of us doing the spiritual work, and um, it just reminds me again of a song that Madonna made. She said, let's get physical, and I remember one time we were getting ready to get on the show, and we were talking about instead of that kind of a song, let's get spiritual. (laughs) (laughs) And what does that mean? You know, what does that mean? Spirituality. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to, well, I just wanted to quickly jump in and ask about that large coronal hole in the sun that's facing us now. How is that going to, affect our spirituality. (laughs) What that does is that the coronal hole in the sun, uh, there are ships coming through from other parts of our galaxy and other galaxies, and the sun is a portal that allows them to come into this realm. And Part of the things that haven't been 
talked about. Only Nassim Harmin talks about it, and um, Teresa Boulard and um, other folks. Uh, Bruce Lipton. There are many realms intersecting with this realm. That's why I talk about the nine realms surrounding the great tree, Yggdrasil. And this place we're in here is called Midgard. And the Norse traditions have a lot to do with this because there are so many different realms with different beings that are part of the fairy kingdom, the elven kingdom, the dwarf kingdom, and so many other uh, folks that make up how we interact with each other. The um, different legends from the different uh, Native American nations talk about these beings like Treebeard in the Lord of the Rings. There are shepherds that take care of entire forests on this planet. And these shepherds, like Treebeard, they can be maybe 50 feet tall, 100 feet tall. These are physical, angelic, divic beings that walk the planet. There are beings that take care of the oceans and the streams and the rivers. It's like this song by Chief Seattle. Every part of this earth is sacred to my people. As we have forgotten how to interact with these beings, you know, they're right at this time saying, listen up, if you want to save yourselves and the planet, here is what you got to do. (laughs) I hope that answers some of what you are looking for, Caroline. (laughs) Yes, thank you. How amazing to think that those beings do exist. You know, they're kind of planetary guardians in some ways. Um, They are. There are different... Folks that have written about this and made books, yet more and more of it is coming out. It might seem like too little, too late, yet there are, you know, this is part of the Akashic wisdom that the quantum field has for us as we can tune in and ask. You get downloaded with all of this and more. You have to be um, able to discern it in a way where it doesn't overload your circuits, so to speak. Would you call it too late, Rama? I don't think so. I think we're just about ready to hear about that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. we're becoming we're we are becoming more and more aware of the realms around us. Yeah, all I don't the time. think we're late at all. Yet it's you know, sometimes it's like it seems like it's 
taking so long and yet it's right at the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It seems yeah. like that. Yeah, and basically there is there is a lot there is a, a real lifting of energies on the um on the planet and uh maybe not for me specifically right at the moment, but <laughs> it feels a lot lighter uh than it used to feel even with the news. It is, and it is the fact that there are so many folks coming forward, sharing their stories and their experiences with the um, improbable, impossible, but it's highly probable, highly possible. Mm -hmm. And that would include that uh, 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 Chris Bedlow, and his story that you brought up um, a week or two ago. Oh, and yes. That, yeah. yeah. That's pretty interesting. I, yeah. Tara watched it, and I saw parts of it. It is amazing. And even, Did- even to this day, this story still has not hit the mainstream news or the big, big... Which story are we talking about now? The three hours about the man who went had through... Had all these UFO experiences in his backyard. In his backyard. Oh, and I mean, boy. the CIA, the FBI, the Vatican even got into this story. That's how huge it is. And they tried to cover it up. Yeah. You can't cover it up because when you are in... You know, when you have this experience and the beings are coming and saying, you, we got to talk. And we got to talk now, honey. <laughs> Did you know that his son, there's one of his son as well. His the son's name is Ryan. Uh-huh. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Okay, yeah. I... There is a bit of something that his son got involved into. Yes, he's had some experiences in the same backyard. Yes, and so did the daughter. But uh, there's a YouTube out of the son, of the son, S-U-N, S-O-N. I mean, his kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, kid, his kid is talking now, too. Oh, well, well, why don't you send that to Rama? Yeah, I will. I will. All right. Thank you, Penny. Did you listen yes. to the whole thing? I missed that, Tara. Did you listen to the whole thing? No, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just listened to the beginning because uh-huh. I was I was I was surfing again and I found it. I said, "Whoa, all right." It's so, just not going to stop now. This information no. is just going to continue. But it's taken a long time for him for him to get his stuff out and for people to, you know, come to it and it's like Rama says everybody's, you know, putting up um the gar, you know, putting up uh, uh, stuff that stops it from getting out anyway is what I mean. Yeah, well, that, the other thing, though, is that it took, the father took him a long time to get up to, you know, getting on the air and then talking about it and then letting all the feedback come back. And and then he was just, you know, going about his daily life. And then there was more experiences coming. Mm-hmm. In other words, a- he was told in no uncertain terms that, they were going to use him to bring this information through him and his family. Mm-hmm. And he had to go through stuff to say, okay, 
and uh, talk with his kids and and his wife and everybody else. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing time to be alive. It's wonderful. Yeah. Do you remember anyway. the man's name? I have an image in my mind of who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. Chris, C-H-R-I-S, Bedloe, B-E-D-L-O-E. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And the son is Ryan Bedloe, Caroline. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that was quite an update, Uh, Rama. Thank you to you you and to all of your friends. And um, Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. uh, There's so much happening, and um, we can be thankful you know that we're not alone in this ever very very thankful we just got to get our eyes off those screens because they do carry intense frequencies to bring our energies down yes i can't even watch msnbc anymore all i feel are those frequencies and i'm like that's it i'm out of here (laughs) yeah i was just gonna say i saw something in uh Tanya Gabrielle's report here. She said 2024 is your heroic year. Everyone, she's talking about everyone. We are the heroes now. So Mm. how's that go? (laughs) Saving the day, you might say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just by holding the light. What did you think? Just by holding the light, just by walking our path. And um, doing um, doing the work, you know, of, of cleansing and healing, what we need to, to heal and release now. And I know people get tired of that, and I can understand. But we seriously can't take this rubbish with us. You know, I tell that story about my friend Lynn, <laughs> who's cleaning out all her cabinets in her closets one day. And she said to me, I can't take all this stuff with me into the fifth dimension. <laughs> that was so great. And that's how I feel about life these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah being in the world and not of it uh being in both worlds at the same time eight the number eight for this year symbolizes the upper and the lower realms eight embodies both sides of a coin so you appreciate one side for experiencing the other for example as you are not feeling well you appreciate feeling healthy and good Every challenge increases your ability to empathize and have compassion. Life gives you gifts while it gives you challenges to use your gifts. (laughs) And in 2024, this will be more true than ever. 2024 is your heroic year. It is your year to flow. Like the eternal number eight eternally flow in the space of love acceptance and gratitude that mysterious space contains all your gifts your inner resources eight also resembles the physical heart which pumps blood to two separate circuits veins continuously carry blood to the heart and arteries continuously carry blood from the heart in an infinite pulse of life. There's an actual eight in terms of the blood, uh, arteries, and veins in the heart like that. Always tune into your heart because everything comes from your life force energy. 
Notably, heart begins with the letter H, the A letter of the alphabet. Take this. Take this is your year to take heart. How's that for being done for today? <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Ramantara. Thank you. All right. So I think we got to pass this talking to, to you, Penny, and you got to tell our music maestro to play that music you gave him today, right? Oh, no, you usually do that. The host usually does that. But okay. Yeah. Juan, can you can you get that music Penny sent you and play it again, Sam? <laughs> Music, please, Maestro. <laughs> Commander Don, are you there? There, I think. Mm. He's just come on board. Okay, Don, can you play us some music? We're done. <laughs> Hello? All right. Folks, are you waiting for me? Hold on, forgive me. Give me about 30 seconds. Okay, thank you, Tom. All right, everybody, and tomorrow and Saturday, come and join us again. We're on Faction 1 tomorrow as we have been tonight. Faction 1? That's pretty funny. I hope you're not faction one. Oh my god. We're on station one. Oh my god. Thank <laughs> you for catching that, ladies and jelly beans. <laughs> you're gonna be blackball, Tara. <laughs> oh my god. Um so and our website is rainbowroundtable.net. And then you can scroll down to donate. send a donation to donate. Yes. And please, let's do this without any uh, any too much ado. Supporting this work is supporting the ones that uh, we call the Faction Three White Knights. And they have been dedicated since they started really. When did you start with the King of Swords, Ron? 1980. 1988. That's 40. 43 going on 44 years. 44 years, yeah. Wow. I voted for Jimmy Carter and my girlfriend voted for God. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Reagan got in. Oh, that was a travesty and a half. I just, I left the country for a year and had to come back. <clears throat> but I was ready to leave forever. Yeah. That was dreadful. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then he got senile while he was still in office. Oh, golly. And death. Yeah. Does that happen to all presidents? fair question i guess penny fair question (laughs) well i i'm it's probably not fair of me to ask because it seems to be happening at younger and younger ages in the leadership roles 
<laughs> without um, mentioning names. <laughs> I don't know. Their their brains are calcifying or something, and in, in the you know, uh, with all this light pouring in, I don't know. But um, no, I mean, we talked about this a while ago. That I think Rama's people said that Vice President Harris is running the show, and. Mm. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, Carlton was online, you guys. Yes, I see that. Carlton, you're on line one. Oh, he's back. Namaskar. Namaskar. And I um, hope your mom's I, having uh, a, I hope your mom's having a really good new year. Uh, she uh, she will gladly accept all of your your uh, kind thoughts and wishes. We're uh, we're we're moving uh, slow but steady. Thank you. Um, I hope this isn't too complicated of a question. But um, going back to uh, the situation in Gaza, um, we've said in the past that Hamas is actually a uh, a dark op creation of a. Uh, you know, CIA and folks like that. Is that still more or less the situation? I would say that it, yes. So when when they're fighting Israel, who's really fighting Israel? And and are is Israel in on it? Who who else is in on it other than CIA? You see what I'm saying? Well, that's a good question. Um, is it just the war machine stoking its own fires? It it has to do with the uh, the matrix that is over here that is created by the deep state. You know the some uh, Amy Goodman calls them the fossil fuel industry, the weapons manufacturers, the Food and Drug Administration, to put it simply. I mean, like, does the Mossad know what's going on? The Mossad is part of the deep state. I, you know... Remember that Israel is a state of the United States, and so you know the Mossad is just another... It might as well call it the CIA. Yeah, it's another version of the CIA over there, mm-hmm. or the so NSA. like Netanyahu and the, the the his his ministers, you know, their government. Well, not the government, but I mean, like, so other than all the uh, the alphabet agencies around the uh, you know around the world, who 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 else is in on this? You mean on the dark side? No, I'm just saying. You know, when when uh, when Hamas is uh, like like uh, Rama was saying earlier, Hamas is actually um, you know uh, doing more damage uh, to uh, Israel's forces than is probably being reported. So, yeah, is that is is that really the CIA fighting against the Mossad, or is that you know, or, or are they both just puppeteers uh, watching everybody else beat their brains out at a lower level? You know, or what's, what's going on? 
I think that the leadership of you know Biden and and uh, Netanyahu, they don't care as long as they have something going on that's called killing for profits, and they don't care which side is okay. killing or how many, all and right. that's the truth and, and, all along. That has been the truth no matter mm-hmm. what. They make it up as they go. And what we do... But is it, is, and is it also so that... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carlton. I'm just saying that uh, love always wins. Perhaps more obviously now in this new era we're going into. Um, yeah than before in terms of physical life. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the banks are involved as well and the, and the stock markets tied in with the defense okay, contracts. So thanks. Yeah. Did you say thank you? I don't know okay. if you still... Oh, there. Can you hear me? Yes, now we can hear you. Go ahead, Carlton. Oh, okay. Is that the Mossad messing with my line? Boy, wait till I get my <laughs> guardian angel on there. But, um, so, um, Tara, you were saying, talking, saying, speaking earlier about currencies, you're saying it's your, your understanding that, you know, the dollar and all these other currencies, uh, are worthless. So um, at what point does, uh, I mean, it seems like the only way that becomes clear to uh, somebody other than, you know, the all the, uh, you know, uh, uh, central banks of the world, the only way that becomes known is if people try to buy stuff and they can't buy it. Uh, you know, people with the goods don't want to release it to people with those currencies. So if they, I mean, if they basically say, oh, no. It's worth something. I mean, who's who's really? I mean, how, how do you know it's worthless if the people who control the currency are saying that it's, it's worth something? I think that we're when talking, is the game up? We're talking you know? about <laughs> we're ta- we're going around in circles in the sense that chaos is reigning all over the place right now. And what yeah. reports when Rama read the reports, the faction three white knight reports. The main thing that they were telling us is that they have completely lost control. The the oligarchs, whatever you're calling them, they completely lost control of the entire global system, right? Yes. And so it's the work that we do, the spiritual work that we do, uh, let's get spiritual. That That work that we do has the power now, has the talking stick. And intervention is going on so um follow the yellow brick road yes <laughs> and yeah it's follow- really it is also it's so important what rama said earlier about um you know uh in terms of uh, the greater awareness and the greater role that uh, uh everyone can play you know starts with folks who identify themselves as light workers because at least they, you know, they are of the consciousness. But, you know, you, you said something along the lines of it's important to, uh, 
you know, to, to handle this with, uh, with great care and compassion. And that's really, you know, the part, part of the operation that's going on now, um, to avoid, uh, as much chaos as possible. Cause that's, you know, if, 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 um, if, if everything isn't going to make sense to anybody right now, <laughs> no matter how, how much we've been, we've been pursuing the, the you know, the, the, the truth here. So, um, I can uh, I can understand the 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 decades of spoon feeding going on here. Uh, we just got to keep eating. Yep, <laughs> you got it, dude. Okay, well, I think we should continue this tomorrow. Thank you, Carlton, for bringing up the questions. But yes. Uh, you're ready to do that tomorrow too, Carly. Okay. Uh, I'm falling asleep. I'm sorry. It's very late here in Santa Fe. <laughs> yeah, think about being in New York. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I don't want to think about that. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So uh let's have that music maestro. Uh, I think we've got uh some good music that Patty sent you there. So it's time. Let, let's see the music, uh. Commander TJ Thomas, yeah, and um, blessings to all our listeners. Thank you so much, and thank you, Ramantar. Thank, thank you, you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Until we meet tomorrow, Namaste. <laughs>